am I Reister or am I wrong? I cannot come up with any other solution other than Greg Williams, Jets defensive coordinator and Adam Gase that they intentionally gave themselves a chance to lose at the end of the game. But I did rethink it though. James Harden not showing up for his workout with the Houston Rockets after he was at the club in Las Vegas a few hours before is typical James Harden. Washington fans, Washington Huskies fans have lost their damn minds over a reasonable question. If Logan Paul ends up the only man who could beat Floyd Mayweather, we will know 2021 will be broken like 2020. Major League Baseball teams, all 30 of them, have filed lawsuits in California against three insurance companies over massive financial losses. Am I right, sir, or am I wrong is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Daily fire, facts only. Check your feelings at the door on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. No BS is allowed because I keep it 100 Please make sure that you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can shoot me an email, gwpodcast at unafraidshow.com. And of course, make sure you tell a friend, share, all of that. And you can listen to me and make sure you subscribe to the Pac-12 Apostles podcast on Fox Sports Radio 2 to 5 on Sundays. Uh, That's Pacific time and weekdays filling in. And the newest thing is on Sirius Mad Dog Sports Radio, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Pacific. Tune in, listen to your boy. Um, And of course, subscribe, email, all those things. Thank you for the love. First things first, uh, if you've not been on my Twitter all day today, I am proud to announce I am the new host of Nightcap on Mad Dog Sports Radio starting today, December 7th. You can catch me 10 p.m. until the wee hours of the morning. I am super excited about it. We're going to have great guests. We're going to have fearless conversation. It's going to be great. And I appreciate you guys because you guys keep showing up and showing out and uh, allowed me to prove that this is something that people want to hear. So give yourselves a hand clap. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And of course, I will never, ever, ever under any circumstances sell out the truth for you guys because I know that's why you guys show up because other places they want to sugarcoat things and all that and I'm not doing it. You guys are here for the truth, the things that people really don't want you to hear. Uh, we're going to start, though, with Greg, uh, so, well, with Greg Williams, the defensive, former defensive coordinator for the New York Jets. So yesterday against the Raiders, uh, I'm not going to pretend like you're living under a, a hole in, in a rock. They uh, it was they were on the 46 yard line going in like 10 seconds left to go in the game. And actually, first. Before that, they called a zero blitz. Anybody doesn't know what a zero blitz is. That means there's no safeties back there. It's just man to man and they're blitzing. Teams typically do this on the goal line at the end of the game. The way teams don't have a chance. They just have to throw fades, jump balls. It's a low percentage play. Greg Williams decides he's going to call an all out blitz. Derek, uh, Derek Carr misses Nelson Aguilar. Then come right back. 
and they do it again, and they throw it up to Henry Ruggs. Touchdown, win the game. So the Jets are, oh, they were 0-11 coming into the game. 0-11. And they had the nerve. Well, they want Trevor Lawrence because he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. They already have Sam Darnold. They don't care. They want their quarterback. So they want that number one pick. And so there have been conspiracy theories floating around. Oh, did they lose the game on purpose? Did they do this? So I have been looking at this. And I and initially I was like, I cannot find any other solution than Greg Williams. Because mind you, it's football. The players are not trying to lose. Coaches in general are not trying to lose. It's the general managers who do the tanking. You know, major league style where they um, set you up for failure. And I was trying to think, I was like, wow, I can't find any other solution. But then today, when I find out that Greg Williams got fired, the defensive coordinator, and this man has been a Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator. He's been all over the map. He's coached for the Browns. He's coached for the Jaguars, New Orleans with Bounty Gate, all of this. And I was like, what is the actual solution to this? Because it doesn't make sense. Like, this isn't Greg Williams style. So he gets fired. Then I'm like, hold up. Why would the Jets fire Greg Williams, but not fire Adam Gase? Because you would fire somebody for incompetency or doing the wrong thing, right? That's what you fire people for. And, or, or not winning, what, whatever you want to call it. But then they don't fire Adam Gase. So then that leads you to believe or wonder, is Adam Gase going to be the head coach of the Jets next year? Because people were saying, oh, the Jets aren't going to make any moves because they're just going to start fresh after the season. Well, if that were the case, why would you fire Greg Williams now? And I am under the sneaky suspicion that Adam Gase could be back. Like, I'm not putting that out of the realm of possibility. And I think that it's weird um, that he did not get fired, but Greg Williams did. But there was a lot of heat coming down on him for it. It was a terrible decision. It's like it was like mind boggling why he would do that. But it was on brand, though. It was on brand for Greg Williams. Greg Williams is a blitz first, blitz second, blitz third, blitz fourth kind of guy. He brings the heat. Everybody knows this. He's not necessarily warm and fuzzy. You're not going to like him. He doesn't have a lot of friends when it comes to uh, other coordinators and all that. But he's well-respected because he's a good coach. But it, it was so on brand. Like This was like Kobe scoring 60 in his last game. Shooter shoot. Blitzers blitz. And that's what Greg Williams did. So I was very shocked by that. Uh, but here's the thing. Because players don't try to lose. General managers try to lose. So how does this happen? Well, the players are out there making plays like you can't stop it. It's like trying to fix an NFL game. Fixing an NFL game, which does not happen, is different than trying to fix an NBA game, which doesn't happen besides what what happened with the uh, uh, Tim Tim Donaghy. Besides that, like it's too hard because you can't you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if uh, if you don't call a penalty, who's going to get blocked, who's going to catch the ball, any of that. It's, it's just it would be way, way too difficult. But the flip side of that is a team that's in the number one pick conversation too. the Jaguars. The Jaguars played against Minnesota, pushed them to the brink. 
and they threw an interception at the end of the game, tried a 42-yard field goal. But these are the things that bad teams do. Like, uh, folly follows them. So do I think it's on purpose? No, it doesn't make sense. But I can't find any other reasonable solution at this point in time. Next thing up, a dude that everybody knows that I am on his back is James Harden. This dude did not show up for his workout with the Rockets, and he was in the club a few hours before this. This is why this man will never under any circumstances win a championship with how he does things. It just doesn't work. He's got no accountability. Um, like he's just he's a rich guy who's very talented and a one-trick pony. That's what it is. He's a one-trick pony. And he's an a fabulous scorer, one of the greatest scorers in NBA history. But he doesn't play winning basketball. And people say, oh, you surround him with talent. You gave him Westbrook, who in his last, what, 35, 36 games, absolutely stellar numbers. Wasn't that hot in the playoffs? But he gives you effort, and he's a professional. Shows up on time, does the right things. CP3, oh, he's hard to work with. Can't can't work. He's cooked. He's toast. Went to Oklahoma City. What did he show? Hmm, still a really good player. Now you give him John Wall. That's not going to work either. Yeah, but he wants to go to Brooklyn. So what? You can want all the things you want in the world. But it wouldn't work in Brooklyn anyway. Kyrie Irving's a blame other people kind of guy too. Kevin Durant, absolute baller. But we're going to talk even more about this later on. But here's the thing. It's James Harden's style of play that doesn't allow him to win. Defense wasn't there. It's gone from an F to a C now. You look at... uh, like, yes, he gets a lot of steals, but because he's got good hands, he's a great athlete. So, yeah, just the fact that he did not show up for his workout and he's uh, causing a tantrum. He's throwing a tantrum like, oh, you don't you don't let me out. Dude, you still got over 80, like 84, 85 million dollars left on your contract for two years. Like you're not going to force your way out of a situation. And Brooklyn can't give the Rockets enough back because NBA players are worth more. Like one NBA player is worth an entire roster sometimes. How many players is LeBron James worth? He's worth an entire roster, but you can't take him back. So it creates a place where you can't get value back for a guy. Um, Next thing up, Washington Huskies fans. Where are you Washington Huskies fans? I'm calling you out because you guys are ir- irrational irrational fans who won't let common sense get in the way of your argument. I asked a very reasonable question, a very reasonable question that if Washington, so Washington plays Oregon this weekend, huge rivalry game, the biggest rival in the pack, their biggest rival in the pack 12 is Oregon and vice versa. And I asked a reasonable question because Washington, even though they've played less, less games, if and, ha, and if they don't, if they aren't unable to play against Oregon this week, if they're unable because of COVID or whatever else, then they would go to the conference championship game. They would go to the Pac-12 championship game. And so I said, so what are the dogs going to do? And people went crazy. And I was like, why are you going crazy? This is a very reasonable question. 
I didn't question Jimmy Lake's um, manhood. I didn't question his character. What I questioned is, is the thing that we have to pay attention to out in life is that when money is on the line or huge stakes, sometimes people act out of character. They do it. So do I think that Jimmy Lake and the Washington Huskies have enough respect for the rivalry to, to, to try to play the game? Absolutely. But my question is this, will they play shorthanded? We saw Ohio State have the Big Ten championship on the line. They played with like, without like three, four coaches, including a head coach, without a bunch of players. And I know that Washington didn't play this week with two starting without two starting wide wide receivers, a couple of other people. But the question is, if you're below that 53 scholarship limit or close to it, anything under the parameters which would allow you to cancel, because we've seen Ohio State just do it. Mississippi State has done it. Bunch of other teams have played shorthanded. So the question is, will they be willing to do that or would they back into the Pac-12 championship? I'm not I'm not questioning whether they would make up or whether they would, you know, not want to play a game because under the parameters, you could be allowed to cancel. But some teams have not. And this is not an indictment on Washington. This is my question about I would be asking the same question if Oregon were in the same situation. So this this isn't an indictment on Washington. This isn't a question upon upon the character of of the Huskies. It's just a real question. Because when the money is on the line or when high stakes are on the line, sometimes people act out of character. That's the truth. These things happen. So I know I'm not uh, Kirk Herbstreet. I'm not apologizing like he did Michigan because he actually said that they didn't want to uh, play. So I'm not apologizing for that because I didn't say that Washington didn't want to play. I said, what are they going to do if faced with that situation? And examples of this. Um, in 2011, Jose Reyes for the Mets. He got a bunt single in the first inning, last game of the season, the way he could win the batting title. They took him immediately out. They pinch ran for him, and he's a good runner. Didn't take any more at bats the way he made sure he won the batting title. That's weak. We've seen NBA players not shoot three-pointers so they could win the three-point percentage for the, for the season in the last game. Not shoot it because you don't want to lower your percentage. To me, I think that's weak. I think it's disingenuous to the sport. And they acted out of character because they wanted something. They had their eye on a prize. And they were like, oh, yo, I see. It's not even a shortcut. It's just do the right things. Let the chips fall where they may. And I'm a guy who uh, fell one catch short of a $200,000 bonus before. Did it. And, you know, part, part of it was... My fault. I think I dropped two balls that season. So I had a chance. Dropped one in that game, as a matter of fact. Last game of the season against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I get it. But would I have asked? And prime example. I asked our quarterback, who was then our backup quarterback, Quinn Gray. I told Quinn, like, yo, we're not going to the playoffs. I need the ball. I got this big bonus. I got 10 grand for you in cash if I get this cash today. Or, or I might have told him 20 grand, whatever it was. He tried to feed me the ball because he wanted that dough. 
And he was a third-string quarterback not making very much. So that's the way these things work. Um, 30 MLB teams, all 30 of them, have filed suit in California against three insurance companies over losses surrounding the coronavirus. So they filed them in Alameda, in Alameda County Court, and they are saying that lost revenue from uh, ticket purchases, concessions, parking, merchandise sales, and all of this. But the insurance companies right now don't want to pay. They don't want to pay, or they don't want to pay the proper amounts that the teams feel like they've lost because they were able to uh, play. And here's the thing is, I think that this is very telling on where we are in 2020 is that you buy insurance, this massive pandemic breaks out, and it just shows how much the impact is. That's why the Warriors were willing to spend up to $30 million to get their stadium half full, to test people before they walk into the stadium. Before they walk in, $30 million, because there's so much more money at stake. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars for each individual team. So would you spend $30 million to get back 200? Absolutely. Smart business, it's the right thing to to do, but these insurance companies are just like regular insurance companies. They wanna take the money, but then don't wanna pay it when it comes out. So we will see what comes of that. The last thing up, Logan Paul is supposed to, Logan Paul, YouTuber, who just beat up Nate Robinson, the man in the arena, see the last episode. He's going to fight Floyd Mayweather on February 20th. Location has not been announced yet, but they're going to fight. And this is my parting shot. That we will know how 2020 is going to go in February by the outcome of this fight. If Floyd beats him up, because you know these exhibitions aren't really exhibitions as we saw last week. Well, two weeks ago with the Mike Tyson and Rory Jones thing then we will know because if Logan Paul beats Floyd Mayweather, it would be an epic disaster. 2021 is going to go to hell in a handbasket like 2020 did because a YouTuber beating Floyd Mayweather, that would be peak 2020 and it would be 2021 already. But I thought more than that, it just shows how important fame is in terms of generate. Well, in terms of generating revenue in these sorts of events. Logan Paul has essentially bypassed and 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 just jumped past all of these other fighters because he's a cash cow right now. He can generate viewers, pay-per-view buys and all of that, which at the end of the day attracted Floyd Mayweather. Am I Reister or am I wrong? I'm probably Reister, but if not, absolutely leave a comment. Peace out. Catch you guys next episode.